with Yo hobbling along, using his rifle as a clutch, and Gallagher, who had also been wounded by the grenade, took charge of the withdrawal and found a site for the helicopters to land. While Yo and Ture worked the radios, Gallagher organized a tiny defense force to protect the landing zone. For his performance that day, he was awarded the highest Navy award, the Navy Cross. The other SEALs were picking off guys as they were running up to get us. We killed 15 or 16 ourselves. We were set up inside this hooch. Hook Tour, the radio man, couldn't get the boats to tell them we were ready for extraction. The radio wouldn't work. The VC were still firing but didn't know where we were. It seemed like 10 or 15 minutes before we established radio contact with the boats on the river. We relayed them the situation and they called for helo support. Gave them the sit rep, five wounded, need immediate medevac and gunship support. I took a morphine shot because I was starting to get some pain every time I stepped on this foot. Not a lot of pain. Then the helicopters came probably 15 or 20 minutes later. It was light by that time. The gunship shot up the tree line about 100 yards away. Two helos took the other squad. The VC were shooting at the helos. The helos were shooting back. The Army medevac said, I ain't coming down to pick you up. There's too much firing. The Sea Wolf Navy helicopter told the medevac, we'll provide you with cover, but you're going down there. You either land your helicopter or we're going to shoot you down. That's close to what he said. I don't... I didn't hear that firsthand. There was a lot of shooting. The VC were beginning to get their act together. I made contact with the medevac. He said to throw a flare. By this time, the VC could see us. We took a few rounds, but not many. I'm not sure how bad it was. If they're shooting at you, you can't tell they're shooting at you unless you get hit. You can't hear very much except the sound of the helicopters. The medevac says, okay, we're going to come down, but we're only going to send one bird. So shit, they only send one helicopter for nine people. Normally, the helos only take six. But I figured we've got three Vietnamese. They count less than half the weight of an American SEAL. The bottom line is the helicopter settled down. We got the interpreter on, the other guys scrambled on, I scrambled on, in front between the pilot and the co-pilot. We had two other guys. They were returning fire. They were firing back out. And then the helicopter lifts off, get about a foot off the ground. I tell him to set the bird back down. We don't have everybody. It takes a while to get nine guys into a one-sided helicopter. He set the helicopter down, finally got it back down. The other two guys jumped on. The helicopter takes off, and man, the max RPM light is flashing, and the helicopter is shuddering. I mean, it's one of these, I think I can, I think I can, thump, thump, thump. It finally started picking up. Meanwhile, the helicopters were shooting pretty close. The door gunner from the other medevac bird is making passes with his M60. We landed at Dong Tham, the Army medevac facility. They put me on a stretcher, and we went into the building. I sat up on the bed. This nurse is asking me questions like, what is your name and what is your blood type? Meanwhile, somebody starts cutting off my boot. He cuts away my boot. Last thing I remember is looking over and seeing more blood than I ever, you know. He just took the boot out. The sock was totally red. Boom, I passed out. Just fell over and woke up the next morning. 
reconstructing it, what had happened near as we can tell is somebody from one of the beds or someone we hadn't seen went down out the door. I remember standing there at the door and looking down. Right outside the door, there was an above-ground bunker. The person who went out the door, best we can figure, went in the bunker, grabbed a grenade, just pulled the pin, and kind of threw it inside the center of the hooch. That would explain where the grenade came from and why I couldn't see anybody outside. There was a canal next to it with a bank going down. I had taken a step, passed out, and somehow rolled into the water. Hitting the water had wakened me up, but I have absolutely no memory of how I got from here down there. That is another passage from a great book by a man named Orr Kelly. The name of the book is Never Fight Fair, Navy Seals as Stories of Combat and Adventure. Awesome book. We do a daily reading, as you guys know, and that's just, uh, that is just another, another small section from that really good book. So, I think you guys will like that. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Aurora. Once again, week two, episode six, we're back in the house, coming to you live, like we do, from beautiful, wonderful, awesome, great... An extravagant downtown Aurora. The time is now 8.06 a.m. It is Monday, May 18th, 2020. It's Monday. It's Monday. Wake it up. Up your wake. Up your wake. Up your wake. What movie is that? That's a fun fact. See if you can solve that one. Uh, so, the day. Uh, it's a rather somewhat gloomy day outside. You know, it's... Uh, Cloudy, overcast kind of day, very dark. Um, the weather is somewhat, somewhat uh, warm. There is a slight breeze in the air. Um, it's a slight breeze, but it does not elicit a slight chill. Uh, it rained a lot over this weekend. There was a tornado warning that was in effect. Uh, I don't think it. I don't think there was any touchdowns reported, but uh, it was a very, very rainy weekend. I loved all of it, as you guys know tuning in here. I love bad weather. The badder, the better, baby. The badder, the better. Uh, the, the weather right now, it's 58 degrees. Um, there is a high of 67 degrees today, and tomorrow looks like there will be rain. Looks like there will be a lot of rain tomorrow. The sun is projected to come out today, so we shall see cloudy weather outside. Uh, so the weather, um, notwithstanding how it is today, was actually very good on Saturday. And I hope that you guys all enjoyed your weekend and had a great Saturday. Do you remember what Saturday was? Do you? If you don't, I'll remind you. Saturday was the mask giveaway, the free mask giveaway that was downtown Aurora and the uh, two brothers, or excuse me, the Aurora Transportation Center, which is a.k.a. the Metra. Right down there on Broadway, uh, attached to and adjacent to Two Brothers Roundhouse. Uh, it was very good. Uh, it was a very, 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 very positive initiative. Uh, the mayor of Aurora, uh, Richard Irvin, and uh, Dr. Willie Wilson were out there and gave away 1,000 masks, simply donated them. Uh, folks came from far and wide to receive masks, and we were out there as well. We took some pictures. Met some cool folks, shook some hands, and we uh, took a little bit of video. The video and pictures that we took can be found at our um, Facebook page and our Instagram. We have posted them 
in both of those places. Uh, it was a really good time. I had a great time being out there. The weather was nice, too. Damn. It was like, well, I don't know how hot it was, but it was a good, nice, sunshiny, beautiful day. It was actually, it was perfect. It was a perfect day. So many nice smiling faces in the cars. It was a long, huge line, though. I have to tell you, the, the line was like all the way down Broadway to like, sheesh, under the bridge right before you get to... Uh, I don't know what that little liquor store is on Broadway, way down there. I don't know, but the line was way back there. It was great. Uh, not for those people who were waiting, but that's not what I meant. The time is now 8.09 a.m. Uh, so the mass giveaway on Saturday was an absolute smashing success. Uh, there were a couple other initiatives that took place on Saturday as well. One of them was the online fund or a continuation of the online fund that the Aurora Public Library has been dishing out. Um, for those entertaining and tuned in at home. They've got a lot of good programs. Um, and they've had a lot of good programs, so it was very, very cool. Today, the 18th of May, is International Museum Day. Very, very cool and interesting fun fact. International Museum Day. Uh, this is held internationally on or about the 18th of May. Uh, this day highlights to the public the challenges that museums face. Uh, and I don't think that people are aware of all that it takes to run, or rather uh, have and operate and present to the public a nice museum experience. It takes a whole lot. And there's a lot of pushback that comes from many different sectors of American life and American society against Museums, if you can believe that. I mean, what, what kind of jerk would want to shut down your local museum? You'd be surprised. Um, according to the International Council of Museums, a museum is defined as a nonprofit permanent institution in the service of society and its development, open to the public, which acquires, conserves, researches, communicates, and exhibits the tangible and intangible heritage of humanity and its environment for the purposes of education, study, and enjoyment. That is the technical definition of a museum. I would have been fine with a fun place to go with churros that used to be two for a dollar. Goes to show you my age. I remember those good old days. But um, I've been a fan. I'll tell you this. I have been a fan of two museums, being a Chicago native um, the Museum of Science and Industry and the Field Museum. And I think, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I think that the Field Museum might be my favorite museum. Uh, what about you guys out there? Which of our fantastic museums in our wonderful state of Illinois do you like? Illinois has a lot of museums, not just the well-known ones up there in Chicago. Uh, but... With, the, with that being said, and it being International Museum Day, I wanted to go ahead and wax poetic and speak on the Field Museum, which is my personal favorite museum. Um, and for those of you who like it out there, there's a little bit of its history. The museum, excuse me, the Field Museum opened in 1894. Amazing. Uh, the World's Columbian Exposition in the quote-unquote White City uh, was in 1893. <clears throat> now it's from that collection and that one uh, 
that one event, the World's Columbian Exposition, that the Field Museum um, came about. Uh, due to that and due to all of the fun and all of the, um, you know, the great stories and the enthusiasm that people had during that, um, the Field Museum, excuse me, the Field Columbian Museum, is what it was called, um, was created. Now, the name honors Marshall Field, who donated a million dollars to make the collective dream of a permanent museum a reality. Uh, the collection at the Field Museum has grown to nearly 40 million artifacts and specimens. The breadth of their mission has expanded, too. According to their website, we continue to research the objects in our collections as well as document previously unknown species, conserve ecosystems in our backyard and across the globe, educate budding scientists, invite cross-cultural conversation, and more, all to ensure that our planet thrives for generations to come. Word up. Located on Chicago's iconic Lake Shore, excuse me, Lake Michigan Shore, the Field Museum opened its current building to the public in 1921. The current building was opened in 1921, but the story begins at the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition in the quote unquote white city. The time is now 8:14 a.m. So that's International Museum today. Now you know something that you didn't know before. You, you, you had no idea when you woke up this morning that today was International Museum Day. But now, now you know, and you will spread that message of positivity to everyone you meet. Uh, also, today, this evening, live online at the venue from 8 to 9 p.m., uh, that will be at facebook.com slash the venue Aurora. It's a live stream. But what is the venue? Are you guys familiar with the venue? Uh, the venue is a great place. You might have seen the well, or excuse me, uh, the readily identifiable V with the guitar in it stating the venue. I think that's a very cool logo. Shout out to whoever created that. Um, but the venue down there on Broadway, right downtown Aurora, like Broadway and Downer, basically. Um, the venue is a live music performance space in downtown Aurora, Illinois, with a 200-seat listening room and outdoor stage when weather permits. We are proud to book, or excuse me, they are proud to book nationally recognized talent in all genres of music, from blues and big band to rock and world music, and everything in between. Frequently, the opening acts feature regional and local musicians and songwriters as well. Uh, now, the venue is having a live stream for their artists, and that's what's going on at facebook.com slash the venue Aurora. Uh, now, also, you can visit their website and learn how you can help and donate due to uh, COVID-19 uh, canceling and hindering their operations. And you can learn more about them at their website, which is the music, themusicvenue.org. Um, there's a lot of other information on there. Uh, it talks about volunteering uh, and things like that. It's a really cool place. I'll tell you a great story. We got time for a great story. It's 8, 16 a.m. Tell you a great story. Um, once upon a time, there was a band. What the hell was the name of it? It was like a 
like a blues kind of, oh, A Sure Thing. A Sure Thing was the name of the band. And I was volunteering, and I volunteered one night to do door security for that band, A Sure Thing. And man, it was so cool. It was great. A lot of people came out, good time, um, you know, just, it was great meeting people and everything like that. Uh, the show was good. The show was loud. They rocked, and they played great music. Um, so I can tell you that the staff at the venue is cool, the location is awesome, and the shows that they book are very good indeed. So yeah, give them a uh, shout-out. Shout-out to the venue. Uh, check them out this evening on their Facebook Live, which that address will be, once again, facebook.com slash Aurora, and that will be 8 to 9 p.m. this evening, live online at the venue. Uh, so, another little bit of news here that is very um, disheartening. Disheartening, but safety first. I must reiterate to you, safety first. Summer concerts, parades, and all events in Aurora impacted by COVID-19. Statement by the city of Aurora in regards to the uh, summer events, uh, concerts, and what have you uh, that are going to be affected by the COVID-19 in the city. So uh, the, pro the uh, statement states, the local impact of COVID-19, excuse me, of the COVID-19 pandemic will extend well into the summer and possibly longer. Aurora Mayor Richard C. Irvin, joined by Aurora Civic Center Authority President and CEO Tim Rader, Today announced the cancellation and postponement of many events for this summer in Aurora. This was on the uh, 13th, um, so last week sometime. As science demonstrates, large-scale events are ideal environments to spread the COVID-19 virus throughout the community. As Mayor Irvin, excuse me, said Mayor Irvin during a media briefing. So we, in collaboration with our community partners, have had to make difficult decisions while keeping public health as a top priority. The city announced cancellations of large events scheduled for this summer, including the annual 4th of July parade and the evening fireworks staged at River Edge Park in downtown Aurora. Both of these events bring more than 40,000 spectators, said Mayor Irvin. We are planning unique virtual ways to honor celebrations like Memorial Day and Independence Day. Aww. Also attracting large crowds to downtown Aurora is the annual summer concert series at River Edge Park, which has been called off for the season. We've come to the determination, given the challenges that go along with COVID-19 and the recent capacity restrictions mandated by the state, said Rader. We simply can't do our 2020 summer concert series while ensuring the health and safety of everyone at River Edge Park. Rest assured, music will fill the air next season. Most of the previously scheduled, excuse me, most of the scheduled concerts have already been rescheduled for next year. Previously pur purchased tickets are automatically transferred to the rescheduled dates. Ticket holders can also request a credit, a refund, or to donate their purchase. Other parades and festivals such as the Aurora Pride Parade and the Puerto Rican Heritage Festival have also already been canceled or postponed by organizers. And popular events like First Fridays have transitioned to a virtual platform for the past two months and will do so again in June. The Fox Valley Park District announced yesterday both community swimming pools, the Phillips Park Aquatic Center, and the Splash Country Water Park will not open for the summer season as a result of the COVID-19 crisis. 
The city's Aquatic Administrative Board agreed to refund more than 200 season pool passes that have already been purchased. One summer tradition which will continue, albeit with the revised structure and new guidelines, is the Aurora Farmer's Market. Well, sheesh, give us something. Thank goodness. Mayor Irvin announced the popular market will continue to operate its Saturday schedule but not open the midweek market on Wednesdays this season. Only farmers and food vendors will be on site at Water Street Square in downtown Aurora, and new procedures will reinforce social distance measures between vendors and patrons. Much like visiting a grocery store, everyone will be required to wear face coverings while visiting the revised In-N-Out Market, opening on Saturday, June 27th. While the market may look different, it will allow our residents to still obtain fresh fruits and vegetables while supporting local businesses and area farmers, said Mayor Irvin. It is a sign of some of the normalcy we hope to get back to fully in the future. The time is now 8.21 a.m. Chicago weather forecast, excuse me, Chicago weather forecast has just came through. A flood warning until 1 p.m. How fun. So, with that, we move into the next piece. Uh, we're going to do the COVID-19 update, and then we'll also be giving a short, short, short couple of snippets from another great article that I saw. Uh, this is in regards to the Aurora Stable Fund. Fund um, That was the deadline of which was last week on Friday. Uh, at 8.30 this morning, we will be speaking to our co-host with the co-most, my man, our dear friend and yours, uh, Sam Hall. Uh, of Bright Oaks Senior Living will be doing the chop up about the weekend, seeing how the weekend was for himself and myself. And uh, yeah, just, you know, check it in, seeing what's good. You know how we do here on the, the number one morning show that you ever heard in your life. Good morning, Aurora. So yeah, we'll be speaking with Sam and we will be discussing uh, what our Monday selves want our Friday selves to be see or have achieved. I hope I got that right. Sam will come on and get us squared out at 8.30 a.m. The time is now 8.23 a.m. Uh, so since last week, we've been doing the, we've been doing a daily update uh, on the COVID-19 uh, pandemic in America. Uh, we take our numbers directly from cdc.gov, which is the Website for the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, CDC 24-7, Saving Lives, Protecting People. Uh, total cases, 1,467,065 total cases in the United States of America. That's 31,967 new cases. Total deaths are at a regrettable and sad, 88,709 with 1,394 new deaths. Both of those totals are compared to yesterday's data. The breakdown of the data is given and provided on the CDC's website, cdc.gov. And there's many ways that they break the information down. As a matter of fact, cases by death and state. There is a map color-coded with which one can go to your region in your state, click on that, and it will show you um, reported cases and the number of reported cases. Cases and death by county, new cases by day, 
cases by age, cases by race and age, and cases by ethnicity and age. As we know, COVID-19 has been disproportionately affecting Latinos and African Americans with disastrous results. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, cdc.gov is where you can find that information on the COVID-19 totals. All right, so more than 100 apply for funds set aside to help Aurora businesses. Wonderful article in the Beacon News. Aurora businesses are lining up to take advantage of a city program to provide grants designed to help the coronavirus, excuse me, to help during the coronavirus crisis. What a tongue twister. Let's do that over again. Aurora businesses are lining up to take advantage of a city program to provide grants designed to help during the coronavirus crisis. See how tough that was? I got it, though. Um, Brian Gay, director of Invest Aurora, the not-for-profit development partner of the city, said last week that 109 applications already have been processed for a piece of the $1.4 million fund to help local businesses. During a, a remote online city council meeting last week, Gay told Alderman that there are 297 pending applications and predicted there will be about 200 by Friday. This has been tremendous outreach, and we're getting a lot of good questions, Gay said. The city council last month approved the Standing Together with Aurora Businesses Local Emergency or Stable Fund after a number of city workers and organizations worked quickly to fashion the program out of the city's federally funded community development block grant money. The city used a business microloan program that Invest Aurora had created a while back that used block grant funds. The program will provide up to $15,000 for businesses with five or fewer employees and up to $25,000 for businesses with six to 50 employees in the form of a forgivable loan. Businesses have multiple ways to qualify. They can demonstrate job retention or creation for a lower income worker, demonstrate the business owner qualifies as low income, or be located in a special jurisdiction known as a neighborhood revitalization strategy area, which takes in most of downtown, bulges out to include some of the near east side and a little bit of the near west side. Some 50% of the program money is set aside for businesses in that revitalization area. Interesting. Businesses can qualify if they've been in operation for at least six months and are considered local with a case-by-case -case review for businesses that have been in operation for less than six months. The fund will provide forgivable loans to help businesses support working capital such as rent, payroll, inventory, and other accounts payable and other expenses related to or maintaining expanding operations. Interesting. So that's the skinny on the stable fund. Now, the deadline for that stable fund was on Friday. That's just an overview of the ins and outs of the program and the, the, um, the fund itself. So hopefully you took our advice that we gave you last week on the show, and that was to get your application in by 5 o'clock p.m. on Friday. Did you do that? If you didn't, you lost in the sauce. All right, so the time is now 8.28 a.m., and I was raised with the, uh, slightly, a little bit of the mantra of don't do later what you can do now. So with that being said, I think we may go ahead and check in with our boy Sam and see how he's doing and reach out to the brother and see if he's ready to jump on and 
talk to us about talk to about uh, this weekend and how good it was or how bad it was, what new things he got into. Sam, are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, yes, yes. Back on Good Morning Aurora, baby. Week two, episode six. How we how we feeling? Doing fantastic. It's uh, you know, a lot of people have ideas, a lot of people do it, but it's the follow through, and we have uh, episode six here, Good Morning Aurora, and I think one of the reasons this is um, you know important what we're what we're doing here and, and getting our sea legs, as you like to say, yep. um, you know, for this because it is it's a massive city, it's the second largest city in Illinois, next to Chicago, and if it was in a lot of other states, it could be one of the biggest. And it's just, it, it has the leadership, it, it has this. So I, I just hope, um, you know, anyone who listens to this, you know, gives us a shot and say, hey, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there. We have some good channels. So um, let's get to it. So, I mean, we can sing accolades about everything, but let's let's get to it, man. Let, let, this is Monday, right? Word up. <laughs> Monday. Word up. Monday. Here we are. <laughs> You know, the thing these last now, this is going to be like the sixth week um, that I've been doing this uh, live video on our Instagram where uh, for Bright Oaks, um, I do sales and marketing for Bright Oaks of Aurora, um, author of 24 Rungs and ASMR Journey to Recovery. I'm just confirmed sentient being and will until they try to put that stuff in us. But that's for another Monday or Friday talk. Um, <laughs> what, what we've been doing is this. What is our Monday self? Like right now, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm on my way to work. What am I going to do today that on Friday I'm going to be thankful that I did Monday? And, you know, it's varied for me. It's been an eating choice. It's been, uh, okay, I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier. I'm going to just take better time. I take a little more time taking care of my teeth, you know, in, you know and then taking care then turning these little things now that are minor self-care that in a week, now I can look back and say, wow, there were six changes I made in six weeks. Instead of like today, be like, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I, I'm unhealthy in my relationship. Oh, all these things. I need that to happen tomorrow. And it's like, that's where I think we lose. And, and that's why there's so much mediocrity in the world is because we want these big, great things. But like the, the ride, the way there is like patience is a virtue. Virtue is a grace, <laughs> you know, like, all those things put together, like what, what really, if you don't have this patience right now, and it's hard, I struggle with it every single day. So all these things I'm saying, or when I talk on here, when I talk to you or <clears throat> when I talk on the Instagram and like, I, I just, I, I can't, I hate listening to people talk who, who think they're holier than thou and though they have the answer, they have the answer because no one has the answer because the only, we can agree on things, but we can never fully, fully connect, which we're not meant to be because as I spoke about Friday, the inner monologue that we have with our creator is the most important thing. I mean, that right. is you, you know, the name or, you know, yeah, those are things you have, like, you know, you have these things, but like, that is you, that is the literal version of you on this three dimensional earth plane, you know, like in, so that mixed in with, you know, your dreams and your breath, like there's so many factors that can be overwhelming. That's why I think anxiety and mental health is like this crazy, you know, like problem in the world in all communities. And I mean, it's like, all right, obesity is a problem. Yes. But like, there's also a lot of really, really healthy people. Like there's not a lot of real mentally healthy people. Like there's a few and then everyone flocks to them. 
and it's like they go, they buy their teeth, their books, their this, their that. Like they follow these people because they themselves can't like connect to this. And I think like that is because like when you're little, you play sports, you do these little things that help build the body, but we don't start from the beginning to like build proper mental health and coping mechanisms for people. And then it just leads to this just depression. I mean, you're seeing, you know, homeless people on the street and like half the time, a couple of us are only two paychecks, one paycheck away from being homeless. Like, let's be real. Right. You know, like, you know, I mean, the, the, that line when you're, you know, a surf, as you want to call it, like it's thin between the classes. So it's, you know, it's just, I, I enjoy this opportunity to talk to you and, and, and gain perspective and, you know, and be up, you know, for these businesses, like, God, can you imagine? I mean, you're involved in it too. Like, it's just, we have to rise. I mean, it's just, and it can't be this, like, fake conspiracy theorist, like, fight, let's march, fight. It's got to be, like, a collective mental fight. Yeah, that's very, um, very well said, my brother. Very true, because, um, well, one of the things I did forget to talk about this morning is we all, we, we try to let people know the purposes of this podcast, social justice, and speaking up for the underserved. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So bit people have lost a lot and some some of them continue to lose a lot and others are on the verge of losing more than they already lost. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to that in people's everyday lives. But I, I think that the idea, and I'm glad I, that you that we got you to tell the audience that, you know, what, what we're doing here on Mondays, looking forward to Fridays. But what I've noticed is like taking the advice, looking at myself on Monday, asking myself tough questions on Monday, speaking to myself on Monday, I found that this has been a lot easier for me to, if not have a clearly identifiable goal of what I want my Friday self to look like, I definitely am able to at least say, I want to be really good on Friday, you know, like I want to put, you know, I want to be ready for Friday. So if that means I'm going to write a couple more chapters in my particular book, I'm going to do that, whatever the case may be. But we're making good ground with this. And um, I'd like this to develop. Uh, good morning, Aurora, and what we're doing here. I'd like this to develop to help as many people as humanly possible if we can, you know, in, in, well, the, in the areas we're talking about. Absolutely. And like, that's the whole thing because the, the whole theory behind all of it is that you fill that memory bank of accomplishment. Like you said it right there. You're like, I, I, don't, I don't really know what that Friday self I really wanted to look like. Like, I don't either, but I can rest in that little bit of like, okay, there's some fortitude there. Like I know there's other people that are not like that might be in competition with me that literally are being lazy right now. So just in the fact that I'm even considering some sort of change. I mean, people do the same habit from sometimes from birth till death and like never change no matter what. If you can change, I mean, look what they did. Look, look at the social behavioral changes that just happened. Now we have to wear masks and gloves and like social distancing. I mean, that happened overnight. You know what I mean? Like that right. happened overnight, like a drastic, you know, social behavioral change that is like, wow. Like if you're sitting back writing the history books, you're like, damn, like, who's ever in control of that, whoever made that happen, like, that is impressive. Like, you change people's everyday in a matter of, like, a week. Um, 
So, but what that means is, is that we are malleable. Like we are these bit of energy that can be formed and shaped and that the future is not done. Like, you know, it's not, you know, I deal with a lot of dementia and Alzheimer's and it's like, they don't know what's happening next. Like, well, in essence, we don't know what's happening next. We know the short term, like you and me are going to eventually say goodbye, go on with the day. We're going to have lunch we're, we know those things are happening. People with dementia or things like that don't have that ability, but we don't have that ability for some reason because we really don't know what that Friday stuff looks like. But right. We can, we can, instead of it's a politician's fault, it's uh, uh, the government's fault, it's uh, my ex's fault, my this's fault, everybody's fault. It's like, nope, that's not, it, it's not really because I only have this inner monologue. I can create what I want to happen next. If my thinking's not lazy, that's a lot to handle. So do, I'm just trying to do something small to be like, word, all right, I'm trying to just, I'm going to try to get there a little earlier. I did something today. Like, I did it. Boom. On to the next one. I can, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, someone doesn't make me feel good. Someone's jealous of me. Someone's envious. Someone, someone tries to put me down. I can think of that minor accomplishment that I that I did. If it's brushing my teeth longer or, like, doing something stupid like that, that gives me more ammo to fight against that negative energy that typically if someone's being shitty to you, it's because they, you know, they're worried that, that you've intimidated them a little bit. It's the eye of the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight, we end up to the challenge of our rival. Yeah, man. I'm feeling it. Word up. Word up. Oh, wait a minute. So, you know what? I got to actually tell you something. So, look, I'm, speaking of which, yo, I got to give a shout out to Smile More Dental. Um, a, you know, a brother went to go get my, uh, get my, my grill looked at. Um, and get a cleaning, and it was absolutely swimmingly fantastic. I have to say, uh, when you mentioned, uh, you know, just small things like brushing one's teeth longer, man, I went to this place, Smile More Dental. It's down there on Orchard. It's right next door to a pizza place. I have to admit, that was the sketchiest thing I saw in such a long time. It was like, holy, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's literally like next door to a pizza place, and and the pizza door, you know, the pizza restaurant door is kind of like rickety and blowing in the wind and it's open. And then there's like a dentist next to it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but, but they made me wait outside. Um, I had to call when I got there. I pull up, you know, uh, they, I go in. The young lady gives me the paperwork to fill out. I fill the paperwork outside. They take your temp before you come into the location and all that. And it was just like... It was cool. So, shouts out to Dr. Diab. Shouts out to Spamore Dental and the whole staff. And hopefully, uh, you know, as this goes on, we can gain them as subscribers. Because I would like to, you know, I'm going to go back there for all my little dental work now. Good place. Good people. Um, the time is now. Yep. The time is now 8.39 a.m. Uh, wanted, to, wanted to check in with you. Here's the thing, Sam. Like. There's a reason why me and you talk on Fridays or Mondays and Fridays. We know this. We know that it's because we like to just do a little humanity check-in and we do some interviews during the week. And I have to tell our listeners, we got great interviews coming up this week. But, Sam, um, tell us, what did you do this weekend? Did the, the kids didn't uh, drive you nutty, I see. You still got your hair? Well, yeah, a little bit left. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... It, it, that kind of whole mastery of self, you know, where um, 
you 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 know everyone has their like family stuff and and similar things that kind of like you know that do so it's like in some of those things was like there was some you know this idea of like okay well monday through friday i was grinding it so what can i do that's like still giving time to like my family and and you know myself so i stumbled upon some old some folders that i had left and there was this you know uh some old writings that I did and then like a book I had printed out about like, you know, it, you know, a higher dimension, you know, different, um, you know, this idea of, um, you know, different prayers, different mantras, different ways of, of thinking, like how Buddhists have thought, how Christians have thought, how Muslims have thought, like, so it, it's how these things connected. So I stumbled upon it and really got some good thought into it um, to add to my meditation work. So it's like, all right, I want to have these like, big giant leaps in my like professional career or, or in my this type of fear like you know so then I need to be expanding myself like to prepare like people want to get rich but like if you don't if you don't throw your your you don't you know if you fold them you you, you got no shot amen you to know? that that's right baby that's right say that again for him Sam say that again one more time I said well I you know if if fold them you know you're playing cards you fold them you ain't got a shot like right you you either you, you want to get rich you want to you want to make but if you got no no stake in the game you're not making moves you're not trying to do anything i mean freaking dudes like gary v like they're like man go to garage sales buy shit put it online sell it for hire like there's just no excuse that's keeping you from being the best like that's the thing like there's just you know every excuse that comes out. Everyone who says it's someone else's fault, no matter what it is. And most of the time, they're justified. On the real, real, you know it's you. And that's cool. Like, it's all us. It's all on us. So that's okay. Like, go with the guilt. Like, go with the fear. And then just, like, be like nature and flow. Word up. Word up. I'm feeling that. So, I'm feeling it. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm just getting up here to write out some... When did that? Get, get these... Get these folks up and moving. 24 Rungs, an ASMR Journey to Recovery by Sam Hall. That's right. That's right. When did you publish uh, this book? Uh, about two years ago. Okay. So it was, uh, you know, same idea of what I'm, of this is, is that, um, you know, starting something and finishing it. And, uh, you know, self-published, page publishing uh, out of New York, you know, submit the transcript. And, you know, when you're not balling, like, you, you, you want to get something like that done, like, you, you have to, you know, you, you have to do it. You have to come out of pocket on things, and I don't care. Um, I have always written, you know, my grandmother, before she passed away, said, you know, that she really enjoyed my writing. It was something to do. And as a baseball player, it was kind of my whole life. But writing was the only other thing that gave me that, like, same high quality or whatever. You were a baseball um, player? Oh, yeah. I played, played college ball, and then I played a year of independent ball in Texas. Damn. Ball, but yeah, that was that. So yeah, and um, yeah, but um, you know, the book was just the way it's written. What it what it stands for is like, you know, some people eventually, you know, like have to be relying on on AA or different things like that. Like, and it's not just recovery in the sense of you know addictions or things like that. It's just like that daily recovery gotta be constant like you have to walk with god or walk whatever you want to call it constantly or you just won't i mean anyone who watched the last dance i didn't watch it i lived it so i know what he's saying i know what jordan's been on forever like yeah you're gonna hate him after this good because you're not the best he is right i haven't seen that yet but i, I get the I reference but 
but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that whole idea of, like, you know, or another, I mean, I know I quote Jay-Z all the time, but a killer instinct runs in the blood. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, I've coached these kids. I've coached. I've played this game. You either have it or you don't. And you can cultivate when you don't. It's like you might just don't realize it. Like, it's like you, everyone has it. There, there was something that was specifically made in the image of the creator that was put inside of everyone. And I truly believe it's the inner monologue. Um, and it's like no holes barred, like ideas, like trap my body, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I don't know what to say. Like, you know. No, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling that. Yeah. I mean, art imitates life. So, I mean, there's, there's not much else you could say except, like, this is what will save us these types of conversations. I like the inner monologue. The inner, lo- the inner monologue, I think, like, describes it perfectly. I don't know, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, the, uh, it's the only sense I can make it. It really is. It's like, or you just are going to, then I understand why people have mental health issues. And I'm sure I do, too. Like, and, and go through it and go through levels of all this stuff. It's just like, I don't want to allow myself to be told by somebody, like, I have this, you have it, you have this. Well, I don't. You see it right now in my vibrational state that I have this. There are other types of healing that can happen that can, you know, move these things. Or at least I would like to think so or try, you know, that every day can be the best instead of this just like, oh, I guess a dollar amount. Oh, it's uh, this. Like, shit, I need the dollar amount. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying But it's not about, it's not all about the money. It's not about the, it's not all about the money. But yeah, that's, that's real. That's real. Yeah. But I mean, it's not all about gas, but if I don't have gas in my car, and I can be the most positive person in the world, it ain't going nowhere. True. <laughs> Word up. I mean, and it's like, it's so, that's okay. So then it's realizing, like, I have to put these things on different pedestals. Like, I have to look at them differently. Like, when it, and it's so much as, like, you've been going one way. For, that's why it's like, do something small today on Monday, because you might, you might be, you know, 18, you might be 50, you might be 70, who's listening to this, whoever it is. You've been doing something one way for a long time, so don't even think that you're going to turn around and do it. Like, I'm a right-handed hitter. Like, I could probably hit in a game righty, but lefty, it would, I would have to practice a lot. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you if you want to be healthier, you need to lose weight, or you need to gain more money, like, shit, don't worry if it doesn't come in this next breath. Like, all right, at least, like, it's a privilege to fight. Like, go for it. Fuck, whatever. Right. But or you fall, you fall. Like, you know, whatever. What will our Friday self? What will our Friday self be proud of? I don't know. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, more our Friday selves. Well, yeah, we'll be proud of. I love it. Proud of on Friday that we did on Monday. I love it. Um, so I have to tell you, Sam. You know, we 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 go back and forth with it. We chop up. I have to tell you something that was very disheartening that I saw. But I'm only going to speak on this for a, for a little bit because, you know, we end on a positive note with the show every day. Uh, once again, you're tuning in to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's, or excuse me, Downtown Aurora and Aurora's first daily news podcast. The dopest thing to hit the scene since plastic bags for pickles. Uh, the time is now eight. The time is now eight forty eight a.m. You know what? Here's the thing. So the city, you know, the city did the. I was I went out to the train station for the the mass giveaway thing. Yeah. You know, I was like playing in the background, taking some pics, hollering at people here or there. I saw a buddy of mine, he works the metro, so I was talking to him. And um 
it was great. Everything's nice. You got smiling faces and, oh, man, so awesome. Do you know the haters in the comments on, like, Facebook? Man. Really? Oh, about this whole thing? The haters. Oh, first of all, the line is long and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they're just trying to get promotion. Like, haters, man. Hating on, hating on a mask. Like, what, the, <laughs> what is that? It's 80-20 all the time. Straight I'm up, man. Know. Straight up. I mean, it's... You're going to have that. You are. You are. And and I, when you see that, and there's times you, you want to jump in. Like, there's so many times you read stuff on there. Like, I'm like Michael Jackson eating the popcorn, you know, in the, in the meme. Oh, I, oh like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> right, right. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I want to jump in on them. And then I realize, like... For one, it's like, okay, it's a spirit moment, everyone can seize it, but then it's just like, you know, like, what, what do you want people to do? Like, you know, when you talk to people, like, there's some, there's some real dudes in Aurora, like, City Hall, you know what I mean? Like, right. we talk to, like, like, look, they, you know, everyone's got to do the thing, and it's like, they're, they're really trying to make it, and like, so, you just kind of have to trudge through, and use that, use that good a good vibe of like a, a good collective vibe to kind of like disintegrate that like a like that ray gun it's like a violet violet ray gun shoot that shoot right that negativity. i mean like otherwise whatever right yeah no you're right you're right and it was just you're trying to get signed to the rock nation like <laughs> get, that, get that get that dirt off your shoulder i mean i think i plugged the uh, rock nation about six times today Right. <laughs> Ladies is pimps too. Go on, coach your shoulder off. You go to that. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm fine with, with getting, it, getting it going with that. So, I love it. I wonder if we can do some music coming up in here in the future. That'd be cool, right? That'd be neat. I don't want to get sued, though, but, like, that'd be great. Do a little... Do a little... I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's some, like, you know, like, we could also look at, like, you know, like local, local, local people putting out their own music, trying to get seen. Yeah, true, true that. Yeah. Just like throw out there, like on Facebook. Look at, I'm sure there's like, you know, like you could put on that. Well, I, I, you know, on that, that what's Aurora, what's happening in Aurora. Be like, hey, new, new radio show, you know, podcast. Good morning, Aurora. You make beats, you make music. Send it in. Boom. Tune in. Boom. We'll announce who it's gonna be. Word up. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a good way to. uh that's a good way to stir the pot and get the get the word out there too, yeah, and, and highlight somebody. We can speak up for somebody who uh, probably ain't got the money to holler at Jay Z yet. We'll get them well, there. Right, but if they're if they're putting that out there and they're like making some news, they they, they got to create time. So like as these questions come up, as we kind of grow out of this, like you're gonna need that abstract thought, you know, that new wave of Renaissance thought of you know of. Uh, you know, on these situations, like, all right, it's got to be, have some fresh eyes look on this, like, some fresh eyes look on this, and then you want creative people for that, so we're in a good place for that. Right. Time is now 8.52 a.m. Um, so I think that we, I know that you are, you're probably getting ready to go service the folks. You're um, at the location right now. I think that we'll go ahead and um, uh, take the liberty of wrapping it up at this moment. Uh, no, you yeah. gotta get. No, you gotta get inside of things here. Um, but I just wanted to let the listeners know that uh, just to reiterate what we talked about today, uh, the live online at the venue. That's eight to nine p.m. 
again, facebook.com slash the venue Aurora and International Museum today, excuse me, International Museum Day is today. So, uh, you know, you can't go to the museums because they're closed, but just so that you know, knowledge is power. Um, other than that... Hey, yo, that, that venue place before we get out is, is awesome. It's one of the first places I had gone in there. I mean, check them out. We got we got place needs to be like a stop for every major act. Straight up. Chicago. Straight up. Yeah, it's an awesome place. I told the listener, well, you, you heard it. I told the listeners about the time I yep. did some volunteering work there. Man, it was cool as hell. I volunteered there a couple times. It was really cool. Yeah, the people that are associated with it are cool, too. So so that's the thing. Like, you know, the downtown Aurora folks and, and you know, and just, well, the everyday residents, but then uh, these places, like, you know, they're doing their thing, man. And we all trying to come back with a positive message. So shout out to, to everybody trying to just keep it keep it alive and keep it moving and keep people smiling with, a you know, with a little bit of love in their heart, you know. Right. Yeah, that's... Seriously, that's what it's all about. Uh, the time don't is now. Capitalism, just add, just add some compassion. What did you say? Say again? I said don't lose capitalism completely. Just add compassion to it. Compassionalism. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's the new one. <laughs> that's it. Put that in there, man. I promise. This whole thing will go like clockwork. Right. Um, time is now 8.54 a.m. You guys have tuned in to the coolest radio station or coolest podcast to hit the waves in a long time. Uh, Good morning, Aurora, coming to you live every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m., broadcasting to you live from downtown Aurora, Illinois, coming from downtown Aurora all the way out to the whole rest of the city. Um, One more time with a shout-out. Shout-out to the venue. Shout-out to the downtown Aurora squad. Shout-out to everybody. And, uh, yeah, just keep hope alive, like Jesse said. And, you know, we'll all get through this. I hope that you guys out there have a wonderful and a blessed day. And thank you to our co-host, Sam, for jumping on and hollering at us today. Absolutely. It's great talk to you real soon. That's right. You guys have a good day. We'll check you out tomorrow on the newest podcast in Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Peace out.